For Blue Star Contemporary, this is the Artist Digest, and I'm Jacqueline Zaragoza McGilvery, speaking with artists about their inspirations and practice. Today we're speaking with Rand Renfro, an illustrator, printmaker, and educator based in Austin, Texas. He is an arranger and collector of things. Rand holds an MFA from Maine College of Art and a BFA in printmaking from Texas State University. Rand has exhibited nationally and frequently participates as an exhibitor at art book fairs throughout the U.S. In addition to lecturing at Texas State University, he works with artists, design firms, private and corporate clients doing design, printmaking, and illustration work, including the New York Times and Bloomberg Business Week, Mokuyobi Threads, and others. We're going to be talking about Rand's exhibition, More Findings, which is on view at Blue Star Contemporary. Right now, you can also enjoy it digitally through our website and through this interview as well. So, Rand, I want to start by just talking about the title, More Findings, which seems to imply um, discovery and exploration are important to the work. Are those ideas that are central to this exhibition? Um, I'm very happy that that title sort of prompted that response because, yeah, honestly, big time discovery is kind of, in my opinion, the hallmark and the supreme interest, I suppose, that I'm hoping to provoke out of this body of work and like what I've really been working on for a while. So, uh, yeah, for sure. And I'm glad that that's sort of, I want it to be immediately sort of recognizable based on the the, the smallest cues I can give people, which, yeah, the title is one of those that I tried to point in that direction. So I'm glad that that's hitting that mark, honestly. And I would say that's not just important for you as the artist in the making of the work, but also uh, ideas or a, a attitude almost that people bring with, to the exhibition with them or that are prompted through the exhibition. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. And yeah, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I try to reach that symbiosis also because I am sort of lofting this thing that I want people to discover with me is kind of how I would say. And so, um, yeah, it's like here are here's what I've been working on so the title fits that appropriately. But then, yes, I, I want people to be prompted by that title to immediately think like, oh, something's going on here. And then it's sort of like, yeah immediately sort of settles in in that mode of like discovery so yeah it's a good point another thing that people can experience as they start to discover things when they look at the work is uh, there is repetition so you'll see a shape or an image and a drawing you'll see the same thing sculpturally we see repetition of color in the exhibition as well through the color of the pedestals the color of the walls so can you talk about how you're utilizing repetition in the work? Absolutely. And, you know, thanks for noticing that. I mean, I, I'm trying to sort of hit people over the head with like sort of this redundancy of symbols all over the place and in different um, modes. And there's kind of like several reasons for that. I mean, the very basic reason at the beginning was that I was constantly drawing sort of these vague, um, bizarre objects and still lives and people and myself my instinct would be to like well I want that fully realized but the drawing or the diagram is equal part of it right like it quote-unquote fully realized wasn't just divorcing it from the drawing it was just another version to sort of see it in a new atmosphere and so I wanted to preserve that notion 
And then the other two reasons are very, like, the simplest one I can say is that I want people to, I've really been exploring this idea of how to get people to move through a space and, like, keep going. And if they literally have to do this sort of, like, um, association, like, technique from, like, oh, that's over there and it's right here. And why is that this color? And why is that color over here? Like, that gets them thinking automatically, even if they never figure out why they're asking all those questions, but it gets them thinking. So in their brain, they're moving around the space, their eyes are moving around, and then their body is moving around physically. So like, I had all these ideas um, and this idea of discovery also, but how did I, I tried really hard to come up with ways to like, do that in a mysterious way, but actual like physical prompts that would make people notice those things. And um, the last point to that is, you know, that was my hunch, you know, just like very simply, if this is here and it's over here again, people will see it twice and they'll remember it and they'll be interested. And it was very rewarding and maybe a historian could correct me on this, but the person who like redid the Natural History Museum in New York was this guy, Alfred Parr. And that was actually his thesis as well. He was like, if we sort of like put something in the museum over here and then put it over here and then put it over here, um, people will remember it more. They'll be more interested and they'll be more sort of like this guide to keep them moving to the museum. And like, they'll discover things on their own. Like, Oh, I saw that back over there and that'll propel them to the museum. And it's so funny because on a very practical standpoint, when he sort of like imposed those new symbology, the, the, um, the amount of people coming to the museum like starkly rose like astronomically hmm. and so that's kind of how they've arranged their entire idea so just this very physical prompt um i was happy to discover that that was my instinct and i feel like it's it's why there's repetition for sure yeah so beyond repetition or um alfred's uh thesis on thinking about display it's obvious that display is really important like you said people Mm -hmm. moving through the space thinking about how they do that and how they interact with your objects and your drawings um uh color is another way you're doing that can Mm -hmm. you talk about um other methods of display you're utilizing and um if there are any other influences that you are bringing to this to this installation yeah that's awesome too uh yeah, that sort of started because, like I said, originally I was just like, okay, I'm just going to make this symbol in as many modes as I can. And I wasn't really investigating display as much, but once it sort of started to turn into how do I keep um, prompting this sort of discovery or whatever, and I started to look towards, at the baseline, just like I liked museums, I liked archaeology, I liked how dis- like information was fed back to us like through display. And... Um, I mean, I started to get interested in artists who use that as a tactic to not necessarily, like, deliver information, but garner interest. Like, Klaus Oldenburg used a lot of, like, display methods and his, like, way older works before he was building, like, giant things. You know, he, he had the store, which was just a storefront of his sculptures, and it added this new dimension on, like, how people were going to, like, remember them or interact with them or perceive them. And so I started to get really, really sort of... Uh, into this idea of like, okay, well, I'm trying to feed people this like story that I'm inventing. Um, and I, and on top of just getting them to see multiple symbols, how else could I sort of invoke this idea that there's something at play or there's a story being told? And so I, yeah, I adapted a lot of stuff from mostly museum displays or like, uh, I mean, I think my favorite 
uh, as far as like color goes, inspiration is I went to the UFO museum in Roswell or the <laughs> alien museum. And that's like, that museum is like if your uncle had a museum in his garage or something, <laughs> but they'll be like, okay, this pegboard is pink. This pegboard is purple. This one's all about abductions. This, so it's like a very color coded. And this is like just the community coming together to try and like give people an idea of their like documentation. And so I really looked at like humble museums and like really low key strategies of like siloing off information or grouping information, I guess. And that's really where the idea for the color and the sort of sectioning off. And then I really like all around display, like being able to walk around stuff a lot. Again, that plays into that like action and association type thing. And a lot of that's borrowed from the Natural History Museum. I went there like five or six times and working on findings and more findings. So yeah, they're very color coded there. And I like it a lot. <laughs> well, you, you've also touched on um, symbols or uh, maybe we can think about them also as like icons and signifiers mm -hmm. are drawing these same symbols over and over again. So and, and you mentioned the, your first body of work that was dealing with these some of these same themes, themes dealing with some of these same themes was findings. Um, can you talk about some of the, what are the, the sources for the symbols or the ins inspiration for the symbols? Um, where did that, where did the body of work kind of originate? Yeah, that's pretty awesome because yeah, I keep talking about these strategies to like convey this information, but yeah, there is a framework that I'm sort of like, that's underpinning it all. Right. It's not, in, it's not super important to me that that's automatically delivered but yeah there's like a, a hefty amount of work underlying it all and the original genesis for that was sort of just well a couple things my own life of course and i the biggest aha moment i was remember being in my therapist's office and him kind of giving me this like baseline list of like uh, describable emotions like here's the list of emotions we have words for right and I've always been interested in telling stories and I kind of just needed a way to come up with a bunch of symbols pretty quickly. And I don't know if any of I mean, I doubt any of this is new or like revolutionary, but I just started making a symbol for each of those emotions. And then the work became less about emotions and delivering them and more about like, okay, cool. I have an iconography and that's very much what it became in my own life. I feel like I was using it for other things, other drawings, other stacks of crap, not necessarily just uh, this body of work. And so then I just ripped those icons and was like, okay, cool, this is a body of information and I can start to work on how to get people interested in deciphering it. Um, but I looked at a lot of things, you know, language, there's been several people who've invented their own languages um, and they mostly just made books about it, but I thought it'd be cool to just like keep pushing it into more realms and I could see it changing later, but I like that word iconography, and it does deal a lot with language. I remember in grad school, I was talking a lot about display, and I remember there was one big um, professor whose like main through line was always she would fight me and be like, "No, this is about language. It's not about display." And I'd be like, "Well, it's about both. Why not? You know, I'm delivering a language through display, but I don't care if anyone can speak it later on. It's not a big deal. So yeah, yeah." Well, I guess the last thing I wanna uh, wanna ask you to share is a little bit about more about your your practice. Um, throughout your artistic practice, you've had 
the impulse to observe and document the charm and oddity of everyday things that are surrounding you in your in your life in a style that distinctly re represents your own artistic voice no matter what material you're using whether it's like sand or drawing um, you know and it all and it all feels like it has your hand your own distinct artistic voice can you share how you have continued your personal style and voice and how you continue to develop it as an artist dang that's good too that's definitely something <laughs> i neglected especially even in the last question just asking where all this stuff was from yeah it is i started it with talking about my own life it's it's the genesis for this immediate body is that whole language i talked about but how i even got there is exactly what you're talking about i have a I would say maybe 90% of my practice is uh, walking around and just noting my surroundings, noting something that happened. And a lot of that gets meted out through constantly carrying a sketchbook or something like that. And I, you know, I'm actually writing more than I was used to draw. I used to draw all the time. Now I write a lot. Um, I just document things that happened. And then on top of that, I think the reason I draw less now is because I got an iPhone several years ago. So I take thousands of photos just constantly. And it'll be just whatever I notice because I think I find, you know, uh, importance in the grand things that happen and the importance on the tiny scale of the things that sort of just like keep life percolating, you know, cooking food, going to the bookstore, whatever, going to school, things like that. I notice things in route or I notice things because of that. Um, the design of things that are necessary, um, I think is very interesting. And I just note it all relentlessly. But I think that's also an important question because that, that practice has, I think helping me become a better person just to slow down and notice things quite frankly. And that's one of the things I'm sort of trying to deliver with this body of work is to like, okay, cool. I'm telling a story. You've, you know, hopefully the audience feels a part of that story, but at the end they could carry that enthusiasm into their own life and start noticing the world around them. And so that is sort of the ultimate thing I'm trying to describe. And that is born from my own participation that has helped me become a better person and a better artist and just, taking stock of the world around me has been pretty important in my own life. So I'd like that to be shown in the work. Awesome. Well, yeah. I, I hope that, um, that, uh, our, our audience can find more <laughs> from about you as an artist through listening to this and, um, um, about your work. Um, thank you so much for sharing with me. Oh man, that was great. Great question. Sounds really good. Thank you so much. Thanks. This has been the Artist Digest from Blue Star Contemporary.